Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. I want to start off by moving my microphone. Okay, is that better? Is this better? Is this better? Is this better? Sorry. I do have some sort of like scratchy throat cold situation. I don't really think I have a cold. I just was traveling a lot this weekend. I went to Atlanta for a wedding on Saturday and then I flew to Mobile, Alabama for a wedding on Sunday and then we drove over to New Orleans and flew out super, super early on Tuesday morning. And so I got a got to see a lot of people that I love and haven't seen in a long time, but it was very exhausting. So, you know, we make it work. There was not a lot of sleep to be had. It was fun though. Um, but that is not what this podcast is about. I just want to apologize for my voice because it's definitely a little, it's a little scratchy. A little scratchy. So this episode, I wanted to talk about exes or or people that you used to have some sort of intimate relationship with. I know a lot of people like have people in their life that are like situationships and things like that. And I just think it's important to talk about because nowadays we see those people and it's not like you're running into them at the mall or downtown somewhere or whatever you run into them online like every time you look open your phone and so I think it's important to talk about what to do about this and I think really the number one rule for me is If I was really hurt by the end of that relationship, I need to like not see them for a while in person or online. So I usually unfollow, unfriend, block if I have to. Um, Same with their number. And actually, I don't I guess I don't block their number, but I delete it, I think, normally because if I'm really hurt by the end of a relationship or if you know, shit was popping off, then I'm like, I need space from this. I need to get away. And, you know, I've had a couple of heartbreaks and I think it just allows for you to learn how to live without them. And if you keep looking at their Instagram or if you keep hearing from them, it doesn't let you let that die. And it's honestly harder than if somebody just passes away. Like if someone dies, you are done. Like it's done. They don't exist anymore. So you have to learn how to live without them. The hard part is if you are still seeing them online and talking to them, you still feel sucked in. You can't move on. You can't go forward with your life. 
And that is not good for anybody. It's not good to be dragged around or stuck on somebody or thinking about somebody. And really the only way to get over somebody is time, which is very, very annoying. But it's also space. Like space is what you need. You need to figure out what your life looks like without that person. You need to, even when any friendship or relationship ends, like it is not even just romantically. It could be when a parent dies or or when you're, or just when you have a toxic relationship with anybody in your life and you want it to stop, you need to distance yourself from that and move on without them and figure out who you are and what you want and what you want your life to look like without them. But many of us have characters in our lives that kind of peekaboo back into your life. Maybe it's a guy you hooked up with in college. Maybe it's a friend you haven't spoken to in years, but she just pops up here and there randomly in your city and you feel like you have to hang out with her. It's for me, I would say it's mostly these people online who I had some sort of intimate relationship with or, you know, we went on a few dates or whatever and we somehow are still friends on Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, some sort of social space. And, and honestly, in real life, even I, when I lived in New Orleans, it was so small that you would run into people that you knew and then you had, you know, drama with or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like you had a history and it's not bad, but as somebody who hates conflict and is really stressed out by stuff like that, I stress so much when somebody doesn't like me or with, if somebody's like, had some sort of history or drama with me that seeing them in public I'm like I like freak out so I'm an avoider and I just kind of like try to avoid those scenes and not see people Um, but it's not always easy when you live in a small small city like New Orleans so I definitely run ran into a lot of people there but even more so online you run into people quote-unquote run into people online but you also get the like tapping at your at your Instagram or, you know, peekabooing on your Twitter or whatever it is. It's like the random Snapchat you get about nothing. It's like just a meme about literally nothing that has to do with you. And they just send it to you to be like, hey, remember me? I'm here. I'm around. Jared Freed calls it, he's a comedian and he calls it the window tap, I think. And he goes, hey, I'm here. I'm hard. And that's gross, but it's probably true. Like realistically, these are these people kind of popping up, wanting some sort of attention, wanting some sort of validation. And I've had people in my life who respond to my stories or my or my whatever Snapchats, my yeah, my stories on Snapchat or Instagram, and they respond in like a really toxic way where they like attack what I'm saying about anything. They want to like fight because they know I'll respond that way. I tend to be bad at not responding to people in general because I feel bad ghosting or whatever you want to call it. I don't like being ignored, so I feel bad ignoring people, but it's sometimes necessary because sometimes people are just trying to go to you because they want some sort of, they just want to talk to you. They're just bored or whatever it is. And it's very interesting. And honestly, my biggest problem is that 
a lot of the people I've had quote unquote relations with have been friends of friends. So like I've seen them at people's weddings and I've, you know, run into them here and there or seen them on my friends pages online on their Instagram pages. And then I like click on it. And of course I'm like curious, what are they doing now? How's their life going? And I'll click on it. And it's a bad idea. It's never a good idea. That's the thing. I'm not friends with my partners, my ex-boyfriends or whatever on social media. None of them. Because I'm like, "Eh, I don't need this. I don't need to be thinking about the past. And in reality, when our parents were kids, they didn't have this lookbook to see what their exes were doing. Like you moved on. You left it in the past. And sometimes I think that's better because we don't need to be have all these we don't need to have all these very, very thin strings connecting us to people when we could be working on strengthening the strings that we have with others. Um, you know, if you're distracted and thinking about a million different people, you're not going to be really focused on the people that matter. So my problem is that I'm friends of friends with a lot of these people. So I just get distracted and curious, but for the most part, I don't see them. I don't really think about them. I really got good at like clearing that out clearing out the quote-unquote backups I don't actually call them backups but it sometimes feels that way it sometimes feels like you have them you know you might be in a relationship or you might be living your single life and you just have a couple people that you follow or that you're friends with or you still react to because you just want attention and honestly that might just be me I don't think it's just me but I do think people hold on to people just for attention just for validation just to be like remember that person they thought I was hot you know, even if I feel fucking ugly right now, they thought I was hot. They liked me. You know, it's just kind of this weird ego boost and it's not healthy and it's not a real validation. So it's something that I've had to learn to let go of. Um, And it's taken a lot of time and it's taken a lot of doing things that actually make me feel good about myself, like podcasting and working hard at my job and, you know, putting myself out there and getting through tough things and going to therapy, you know, all those things give you real validation. But it's so interesting because then these people might also be seeing you on their friends pages randomly and then they'll think about you and then they come creeping in randomly and they'll go tap, tap, tap. Hey, how are you? What's up? And I had some guy do this to me like a month and a half ago. Like we are friends of friends you know, we had relations and flirtations, whatever you want to call it. And he randomly texted me like a month and a half ago, just being like, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. How's your life? You still with your boyfriend? And I don't get it. I'm like, do you just like, are you feeling lonely and you just want someone to text? I don't know. But cause I also don't do that. I tend to be somebody that like, I'll always find a new person, whether I'm single Like, if I'm single, then obviously I'm like, okay, I'll just date around, find new people. I'm not going to, like, go back to the old. Not that it's never happened, of course, but, like, I would rather... I'm always like, oh, there's something good out there. I just haven't met it yet. You know, when I was single, I always was like, oh, I just got to date and find people that I like. But I also find the good in people a lot, and I see the good in people, which... I guess it's easier for dating, but it's also bad sometimes. So, but I'd like to like people, you know, I don't like to dislike people. It makes me feel sick when I like, don't like someone. I'm like, Ugh, what's wrong with me? Why don't I like them? Blah, blah, blah. And then I have to be like, oh, sometimes people just don't vibe together, you know? 
but it stresses me out. <laughs> it stresses me out. Anyways, back to this ex talk. It's just interesting, and I think it's really good to distance yourself from that. But I also think it's good to realize that in this world, we're very connected, and we're probably going to run into our exes, and everybody's traveling a lot more, and everybody's living all over the place, and everybody's really still connected. Like, six degrees from Kevin Bacon, we are all very, very connected, so you never know when someone in from your past is going to pop up again and I think it's important to when you have a feeling about it to dig into that feeling for example I my first kiss the guy that was my first kiss just got engaged and we had a lot of like on and off drama situation and I really did. We never actually formally dated, really. And I think I did love him, but I don't know if I was. I don't know. I honestly don't know how I was feeling about it because on, honestly, we were so, so young and we like didn't have our shit together, you know? So we never got together in that way, even though there was opportunity. And, you know, we were pretty toxic I would say to each other and he got engaged recently I follow his fiance on Instagram which they were always quote-unquote friends and I'm like why don't you date this person and then they did date when him and I were like not hanging out and this has gone for years like years and years and years like we met when we were 18 and 17 and now we're you know it's 10 years it's been 10 years and um, we haven't talked in a few years and it's just really interesting. I saw that video on Instagram and the proposal. I saw the proposal and, you know, I just was like, wow, like I don't even feel old enough to be getting married, like for us to be getting married, even though like I have a partner and we talk about getting married, but it's just sometimes I'm just like, oh, aren't we still 17 you know and it's so interesting because me and that person like my my idea of our relationship is that we're still 17 and we're still young and we still have our whole lives ahead of us and we still don't know anything um and it's just interesting it's been 10 years and to see that engagement I was like having feelings about it but I don't know what they were and I wasn't upset and I wasn't you know I was happy for them but I was also like wow this is just like a weird feeling like I'm happy because I want them to be happy they're both nice people and I think they should be happy um I don't know it's like nostalgic you know when you like think about it I'm sitting here having feelings and I'm trying to think about what they are and I'm like oh it's kind of a nostalgic feeling to look at somebody that you knew and that you were so close to for so long and who you haven't seen in years. But there are those people that even if you were kind of toxic and even if like your relationship, whatever it may be, was not great or not 
wonderful or whatever you still kind of feel like they're always going to be there they're like your friend you know they're they're one of your good friends and you feel like they'll always be there no matter what and then you get to a point where you're like oh like we might not have any sort of friendship or relationship or whatever at all ever again and it feels like a closure and it's you know that's not how life works like life doesn't have like even if a book opens, it doesn't always necessarily close. And even if the book is closed for now, it doesn't always stay that way. So it's not really that way, but it feels that way. So I was like sitting here feeling things and digging into it because I wanted to figure out what I was feeling. And I think it was just nostalgia. I was like, oh, I miss when we were like kids and like we had our whole lives ahead of us. And now we're like fig- figuring things out and taking steps and being adults and um it just feels scary. You know, I feel like I'm like scared for him. I'm scared for me. I'm scared for all of us to like take big steps in our lives because we're only in our twenties. And this is the time when you start to take those big steps and big leaps. And, you know, we've done that before. I moved to New Orleans. That was a huge leap for me when I was 18. And, you know, I think... I think it's just projecting, projecting of like my own thoughts about marriage, my own feelings and thoughts about relationships. And it's funny because you also know nothing about this. Like I haven't talked to these people in years, you know, I probably haven't talked to them, not even texted him for, I don't know, two years. And even texting like I don't know him I don't know his life you know I hear from him once in a blue moon but I don't know anything about him anymore and I really don't know anything about her at all and you just have these thoughts in your head and you're like oh I don't know these people I don't know if I should be happy or not because who knows anything about people you don't know you know I don't know if I'm making sense but I'm just kind of processing this out loud with you all and I think it's important to do this kind of stuff. Like when you're having a feeling, when you see your ex-boyfriend get engaged, like really dig into that feeling. Cause sometimes people will feel bad. Like sometimes you'll see somebody. I remember after my first boyfriend and I broke up and I heard that he got a new girlfriend or whatever, I was like heartbroken, but it was my first boyfriend and I was my first heartbreak and I was so upset and I felt so rejected and then I was like looking at this girl's picture and I was comparing myself to her because my friends were still friends with him online so they showed me which was a bad idea they shouldn't have done that but whatever and I just was looking at her and comparing myself to her and I was like what the hell does he see in her versus me and blah 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 blah. and a that's not how love or dating or attraction works and it should never be a comparison because the reality is now I know it's not whether this person's better than you or not it's it's about the right fit at the right time because a lot of us have met people that we really really love and who are incredible people but they just aren't a right fit for us you know and I realized that with some of the I've dated I feel like I have three serious exes that I cared a lot about and, you know, a couple other people that I've dated and I just look at them and I think I try to envision our future sometimes and I'm like, oh, it would have never worked. Like we, we don't have the same lifestyle. We don't want the same things. 
And even if we do, it just feels like the communication was too difficult or the figuring it out was too difficult. I mean, even with my current partner, like sometimes it takes a lot of work, but we, I don't know, we just have made it work thus far. And I feel a lot of confidence in that we will make it work. He's very flexible. He's very willing to say sorry and listen. And he has... He's not nearly as stubborn as I am, which is what I need because I'm fucking way, way, way stubborn. But people I know that I've loved, I'm like, oh, they're too stubborn because and I'm too stubborn and we're just going to butt heads for the rest of our lives and it's going to be unhappy and miserable. Even if you love that person, you're like, we just can't do it, you know, and it doesn't mean you don't care about your exes. Like there is always a place in your heart for people that you've cared about and that's okay. I think I used to be like, oh, well, I have to like hate them or I have to not think about them ever again. And I didn't get it. Like I didn't get why I still was like feeling bad. Like one of my partners, I've, I feel really bad sometimes. Like sometimes I'll have dreams about him and I'll just be being a bitch to him. And I think back and I'm like, I feel so bad. Like really, does he care that much about how I treated him? Probably not. He probably doesn't even think about it. But I feel like I treated him really poorly and I feel like I kind of used him and I feel guilty about it. And it still sometimes eats at me because I don't want to be that person and I don't like to be a villain in anybody's story. But we are a villain in somebody's story. We're always a villain, you know, and it's just that's okay. You know, you have to be a villain. You have to be okay with having feelings about stuff, but you have to realize like you're probably thinking about these things way more than they are, you know? And even if you want to reach out and apologize or whatever, like it's not going to really do anything. I've been thinking about this a lot too, because I have, um, a couple people in my life who have had adults, like when they were kids, they had adults be really fucking shitty to them. And now that we're adults, these adults reach out and apologize. And I've seen it actually a few times in my life. And I'm always like, why are these adults apologizing to you? And my partner always thinks it's because he's like, the thing is now you're an adult. Like when you're a kid, they don't give a shit if a kid doesn't like them. But now that you're an adult, nobody likes to be disliked by another adult, especially if that adult has an actual reason to dislike you. And that's true. Like, I don't want to be disliked by another adult. I don't want to be disliked by anybody, even if it's a kid, which is kind of stupid, I know. But I don't want to be disliked. And I don't want somebody, I don't want my exes or anybody in my life to think of me as a shitty person. But part of me is trying to get rid of that. Like, I need to stop caring about people who aren't even my life thinking about me. Like, even my exes' new girlfriends and stuff, I'm always like, oh, I want them to like me. And I'm like, I don't even know these people. I don't even know these people. It doesn't matter at all if they like me. It's crazy. I I have clearly a complex, like a people-pleasing complex, and it's fucked up. But it just means I have to process these feelings. And I have to be like, oh, it's okay if this person doesn't like me. And it's also, as you grow older, you hold on to less shit because you're like you realize what's important and what's less important taylor swift has some 
song. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's on folklore. And she says, um, she used to be like really pissed at all her exes, but now she sends their babies presents. Um, that's not how the lyric goes. I don't know how it goes, but something about sending in their babies presents. Um, I think it's in something string, invisible string. I don't know. Somebody knows this and they're probably yelling at me, but yeah, she used to be pissed at her exes and now she sends their babies presents. So that just shows you like you, when you work on yourself and you realize that like certain shit just doesn't matter and you let it go, it's good. Like I have been very toxic to people and I've been petty and I've had bad habits and I haven't treated everybody in my life incredibly and it's not fair and it's passive aggressive and shitty and honestly I just want people to be happy and good people so even if I don't agree with them even if I see something online and I'm like oh that person's dating that person or oh, that person's getting married, or oh, that person had a kid. I just sit there and I just go, you know what? It's their life. They're going to be happy. They're going to be unhappy. And you realize that you stop judging people when you just want them to be happy. When you real And when you realize that you don't know them and you don't know what's best for them, you know? There's plenty of people online that I'm like, like friends with from high school and I don't know anything about them. And I'm like, oh, they're like, moved to Wyoming oh that's random that's weird and I'm like I don't know any fucking thing about this person and then you see some people and you're like oh they're like a PhD they just finished their PhD you're like I'm not shocked you know but you really don't know people especially when we're kids we're all growing we're all changing and we're honestly most of us are not being very genuine with who we are or what we want and now I just think it's so important to look to feel your genuine feelings, to process them, to ask why. It's so important to go, why, 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 why? Okay, I'm feeling something. What is it? I don't really know. Okay, why are you feeling this way? Oh, because I saw this picture online and I feel jealous because I want that life or I feel sad because I feel like that's a bad life or I feel A, B, and C. And then you realize like, oh, you don't you don't know anything. Like this is just a picture on social media and you don't know anything about anyone's lives and even if that's true it's not your life you don't have to live that life you don't have to have emotions about everybody you know or opinions about everybody you know so you know it's fun to talk shit I I'm queen of talking shit about everything and everyone and constantly doing it but I've really just realized that as long as you're emotionally processing your shit And if you're dealing with those emotions, you can follow your exes online or still contact them or whatever, but you shouldn't do it if you're, if you're trying to hold on to something, you know, and, and if you need space, you need to separate yourself from that and delete them online and space, you know, stop hanging out with your friend group, even if they're in your friend group or whatever it is, like take space from that person if you know it's really over and you need space like that's okay you know it's okay to say no I can't talk to you like I need space and it's probably good and 
people are like, oh, that's petty. Like you can't deal with it. And I'm like, no, I'm a very emotional person. If somebody breaks my heart, I need space. I need to be away from it. And it has nothing to do with hating them or feeling any a certain way. It's literally because I care too much and I need to process this on my own in my own way and in a healthy way. You know, it never helps to continue hooking up with an ex, you know, it never helps to, it just keep, it just keeps creating drama and it never helps to tap, tap, tap. I'm still here. Never, none of that, like the peekaboo, the going back to each other, none of that helps. You need to really process your emotions and realize like, do you have feelings for this person and is it going to work out or is it not, you know? And you have to trust your actual feelings. You have to like dig into that. I think people just do what feels good in the moment. I've been there. I've done that. But to realize what actually is going to work and feel good long term, you have to figure out what's best for you and what you can handle emotionally. Because we can't ha- we can't all handle seeing our ex online, you know? I think I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, I've moved I've been like so far out of these relationships that I can see people online and be okay with it. It's not going to like cut my soul, but I'm still going to have like an emotional reaction every time I see somebody with a new partner. I'm going to be curious. I'm going to be nosy. I'm going to be like, I'm a curious person. So I'm like, if this is going to waste time and this is going to waste my emotional energy, I don't have time for it. I'm sorry. I, I got like a shit ton of crap to do and I'm emotionally drained a lot And I can't waste all my time on people who aren't in my life anymore. You know? I mean, even the fact that I'm talking about people who have popped up in my life. I'm like, can you just leave me alone? You know? Even though I get it. Like, I want to text people too sometimes. I want to be like, hey, how are you? Like, do you still think I'm great? You know? Because even though my current partner will tell me I'm great and he loves me all the time, sometimes you just want to know... You just want more, which is unfair, but the reality is nobody outside of yourself can provide that validation and security. Like you need to feel secure with yourself, but when you're feeling insecure, you try to get validation from anybody, from everybody, you know? Like I went to a couple weddings this weekend and I was like, damn, I got so many compliments. Hot damn. I'm going to be riding off of these, like making jokes about it. But the reality is like, it was very, very sweet that these strangers said nice things to me. And I do feel good about that. But I'm not just like all of a sudden like miss fucking confidence, you know? So I get why people reach out. They just want to say like, hey, like I, I wanted to text and be like, hey, congrats on your engagement. But I know that that is because I want to still feel relevant. And when people move on, there's just like a natural feeling of like, oh, I'm not important. But the reality is like, I'm probably not important in this person's life, you know? And that's okay. And I need to be okay with that. I'm not going to be important in a lot of people's lives. But I'm really fucking important to my dogs. I'm really fucking important to my partner. I'm really fucking important to my friends and my family, you know, the people who are actually in my life. There is something, I think when you care about people and you're from your past, you want to know if they care about you or if they ever think about you, you know, in a good way, hopefully. You don't want to think that they think you suck. 
it's all weird and toxic. It's just not a good idea, you know? So my advice, my final advice is don't reach out unless you actually have a real reason to reach out, not just because you want to touch base and tap, 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 peekaboo on them, you know? Don't do that. And if you receive peekaboos, it's okay to not respond. Unless you feel like, oh, this person's actually a friend and they actually give a shit about me. If they're just tap, tap, tapping to get validation, don't do it. Don't respond. You know? And my curiosity, my problem is my curiosity gets the best of me. I always want to know. I want to know why they reach out. I say why. I ask myself why and I ask other people why so much. I'll be like, why'd you reach out? And then they'll, like, obviously people will lie. They'll be like, oh, I just, uh, I don't know. I saw your picture on Instagram and I just thought I'd say hi. I don't know, you know? This guy who just got engaged, he texted me, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, like a month ago, and he was trying to reach out and I didn't respond. And now I'm, like, so curious about what it was about. And I want to ask, but it doesn't make any sense. It's just going to start shit, you know, it's just going to start drama and him and his wife are, or fiance are happy and I want her to be happy. I want him to be happy. I want them to be good, you know, like maybe it was just being like, yo, I'm going to propose, bitch. Just wanted to tell, to tell someone, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. Okay, I'm done talking about exes. All my exes live in Texas like I'm George Strait. Name that tune. That's the only song that I can think about that has the word ex in it. Also, ex is such like a harsh term. You're like, ugh, they're my ex. What about all the situationships that happen? Or the like, hookups? What do you call them? I don't call them exes. I remember being... After my first relationship, I was like, oh, my God, I have an ex-boyfriend. That's so sad. I, like, never wanted to have an ex or be an ex. It just sounded so bad. And now I'm like, that's great. I'm glad I have exes. I'm glad I have people that I, you know, that we both were part of each other's lives for a certain period of time. And we were filling whatever need was a part of that person's life in that moment and now we like have moved on you know we all kind of touch into each other's lives and they're not always forever you know I don't know it's weird weird word a little aggressive but if any of my exes are listening to this I really a thousand percent doubt they are but if anyone who I've ever been with romantically is listening to this I I hope you're happy in like the most genuine way. I hope you're happy. I'm glad we're not together because it probably would not have worked out. (laughs) And I bet you found someone that's great. Or you haven't and you're single and you're living it up. Either way, I hope you're happy. I hope you're fulfilled and living your best life. And to my listeners, I love you all. I hope you're having the best time ever, best week ever. And remember, don't text your ex. Bye.